47% of statistics are completely made up. Shocking. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, and welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. My name is Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. And if at any point during the show you want to learn more information about us and how we can help you out in planning for your retirement, please give us a call at 877 877- 219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And uh, I want to welcome again our co-host here, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Jeff, I'm so excited just to be in the same room with oh, you. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> you look great today. You look like you're fired up. Uh, you clean up nice. You must have well, some you. meetings today with some clients and folks. Yeah, yeah. You never know. I think it's, it's uh, Wednesday. I'll wear a suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, I see. Uh, yeah. Usually uh, when we do the shows, who knows? You know, sometimes it's uh, the weekend. Sometimes it's during the week. You're a busy guy. I've been keeping busy. I've had a great week, though. Spent some time with the family. How about you? Excellent. Yeah, we just uh, got back from vacation. We went to the Ozarks and uh, oh, wow. hung out there for several days with our, our family. So that was a lot of fun. Very good. Yeah, I've never been to the Ozarks, but I heard it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I've watched the show. Yes, which inter- you probably know this, but interestingly, it's uh, the show Ozark is not filmed in the Ozarks. It's filmed in Georgia. Georgia has a lot of films, as people probably know. Films yeah. and TV shows, they offer a lot of tax credit. So Ozark is is filmed in I, Georgia. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I think there's some flyover shots that are actually from the Ozarks, but the day-to-day stuff is in Georgia somewhere. Yeah. In the Atlanta area and that surrounding area, I know a lot of films are filmed there or, you know, within that 90 mile radius of Atlanta. I've, I've heard like a walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Atlanta. Yeah. 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 They don't even have to change anything. They just film the streets. They just film normal Atlanteans in the streets. I'm kidding. I love Atlanta. I've been there a number of times. So what are we talking about today? Well, it should be a good show today. We're going to talk about some shocking retirement statistics as well as, Ah. yes, the tie-in from the beginning, folks. Uh, It's three common retirement strategy mistakes as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about some statistics about the savings habits of uh, average Americans. And you've likely read that, you know, there are numerous studies out there that talk about saving for retirement and how many people are not actually saving retirement. So we're going to talk about a Motley Fool article, five jaw-dropping stats about Americans' retirement savings. And, uh, so it's at fool.com if you'd like to read the full article. But you may have heard many Americans behind on retirement savings, but a third of them have less than $5,000 saved, which is pretty shocking. That's crazy. It is. And even worse, about one in five, 20% have nothing saved at all. So that means that when these workers do start saving, they're going to be saving longer, working longer, 
than their peers yeah. that are saving or they're not going to have money in retirement. And I want to preface before we get into a lot of these numbers and it's sure. a sad situation. The point with this is not to, to, to dump on things and to rain on things. It's to wake people up. If you're in a category where you know you're not doing enough, take today, let this be the day that you take some action as small as it may be to take a step in the right direction and not be a statistic. So uh, I don't want this to be a negative show from that perspective, but let's, uh, let's think about those things, make sure we're doing everything that we can. And if you're in a category where you are doing well, you have paid your price, if you will, over the years as, you know, be happy about that. But uh, there's some things you can learn from this today's show as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously we're going to look at some shocking statistics and mistakes but you're right. We don't want to be negative. A positive way to look at it is uh, today is the start of the rest of my life. And today I'm starting to prepare more for retirement. I think that's a good thing. But why are so many people out there behind in their savings, Jeff? Well, one, me- one reason for that is many American workers are leaving money on the table and that comes to their jobs. So if you have a 401k, it's just what most people are covered under 401k or whatever your retirement plan is at work. You're federal employee worker, TSAs, whatever it might be, is make sure that you're contributing enough to at least get that match because you you might as well be handing your employer wallet if you're not doing that. So Americans are missing about $24 billion in unclaimed matches each year. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's real money. Yeah. So it's for per person, it's about a little about $1,330 of uh, missing match per year. So again, leaving money on the table, that's not a good idea. Well, yeah, I mean, 30 years, that adds up. It's never a good idea to leave money on the table, though. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're paying for your bill and walking out the door, then it's the right thing to do. Ah, there you go. Yes. Yep. <laughs> then you should leave a tip. Yes. That's right. Now, another reason retirement savings accounts are lacking is nearly 30% of Americans have already taken some form of withdrawal from their retirement account. So that might be a hardship withdrawal or paying down some debt. You had some unplanned medical expenses. You're helping out a kid or a grandkid with whatever in life. So while it can be tempting and certainly understandable sometimes to consider a 401k loan, for example, that can have an impact for years and years to come. So with your withdrawals that you pull out of your portfolio, they hurt your growth, your retirement savings. You could incur fees, penalties, taxes, and ideally you should have a separate emergency fund for situations like those so you don't have to tap tap into that tax-advantaged account. Right, and you mentioned emergency fund there. How much should we have, Jeff, in our emergency funds? So the first thing you want to do is add up all your monthly expenses. So what are your actual outflows on a monthly basis? And if you have property taxes, things like that, that you pay once, twice a year, factor that in as well as what's your average monthly outflow and then have three to six months of savings set aside in money that in an account that's not earning much and you're frustrated with that, but it's safe, it's liquid. Uh, So three to six months, depending on how conservative you want to be, how likely it might be you you lose your job and whether there's one or two income earners in the household. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. That's good advice. And, and But so far in the show, I can't say I'm exactly thrilled about some of the statistics. It feels like a lot of people out there then are in poor shape when it comes to their retirement or retirement strategy. Absolutely. And that's, that's 
brings us to our last shocking statistic is it can be difficult to save for retirement if you don't know how much you need yeah. to save. You know, you got to figure that out. Yeah. You're running your race and you don't know how well you're doing. So in the article, 46% of Americans are simply guessing how much they may need for retirement and only 12% uh, surveyed in a study by Transamerica have a basic retirement calculator to determine their likely financial needs in retirement. So one of the things we ask everyone that comes in for a complimentary second opinion is, do you have a written retirement income plan? 99% of people don't. And that's something we want to change. Every single one of our clients has a written retirement plan. So we're factoring in all these things that we're talking about here today and, and then some to see, are you on track? What do you need to do differently? But if you're behind on your savings, whether or not you have a savings goal, it's not too late to design a strategy. And odds are you're also going to live longer than what you would expect. The Social Security Administration tracks how old people live and life expectancy for a male who's 65 is age 84 and yep. a female can expect to live a little bit longer, about 86 and a half. So we want to make sure we're planning for a lengthy retirement. Well, and, it, you know, basically from what you're saying, it sounds like not only are we behind in savings as Americans, and some people are potentially taking loans out on what little savings they have. They're also unaware of how long they'll be living and how much they should be saving. Maybe we should have named that article Frightening Statistics. That's scary. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so the statistics we've discussed today about Americans' retirement savings, it can be frightening, but you can improve your situation by creating a plan, creating a strategy. It all starts there increasing your savings, your contributions, make sure you're taking advantage of that match through work. And remember, the sooner you start improving your strategy, the better. So again, take some small step today uh, to improve where you're at and, and saving for your retirement. That's right. Hey, let's take a minute here, Jeff. Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because you're you're offering them a great place to start to make sure they don't end up making these mistakes. And that's sitting down with you, uh, you are offering a complimentary consultation, right? Yes, absolutely. Give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199. As Tony mentioned, come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and find out how much do you need to have saved? Are you saving enough? Are you on track? What will your expenses look like in retirement? Have a written retirement income plan when you walk out of that process and it doesn't cost you anything other than the time that we spend together. So give us a call, 877-219-3199. Well, that's a great offer, Jeff. And I think this is a great discussion. You've been talking about some shocking retirement statistics. Yes. Yeah. Now, Tony, we're going to talk about some mistakes that can pop up when you're creating your retirement budget. So thinking of putting pen to paper and figuring out how much am I going to need in retirement. And our reference for this uh, section is another Motley Fool article titled Three Reasons You May Be Miscalculating Your Retirement Income Needs. So we're going to talk about each of those and discuss some ways to avoid some mistakes here. Right. I assume the first reason, at least for me, is I'm bad at math. Possibly. Uh, Jeff, maybe there's I, four. That's why I work with you, Jeff. I was told there would be no math. You're the numbers guy. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, what's one of the first common retirement strategy mistakes you've seen out there? Well, you've likely been told that you need to determine your retirement expenses so you can figure out a plan that ad adequately addresses them. But 
accurately forecasting the future can be challenging. You just think about your your weather person, your local TV. They often get blamed for forecasts that prove to be inaccurate. I mean, it's a that's a well, tough gig. Well, it's frustrating. I mean, when they forecast one thing and then in reality the weather does something else, it doesn't match up. Yeah, it feels pretty common, doesn't it? It does. So according to a study by SciJinx.gov, this is an educational website, seven-day forecasts ad- accurately predict the weather about 80% of the time. And five-day forecasts are right roughly 90% of the time. So even with accuracy like that, people generally only remember the wrong forecasts and that they, uh, sure. they rain, if you will, they rain on the meteorologist. Yep. So much like a weather forecast, I find that people's personal finances and their forecasts are often 80 to 90% correct if they take the time to do one. So in this segment, we're going to focus on a few things that can fuel that inaccurate 10 to 20%. So you're saying I need to cut the weatherman some slack, uh, it, when they do an inaccurate forecast. And I'll think about that, but it's hard because I remember that time I got soaked and it was supposed to be clear. My shoes haven't even dried yet. (laughs) It was yesterday, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, You know what that feeling is called, Tony. It's related to that first common mistake we're going to talk about in the Motley Fool article, and that's recency bias. Never heard of it. Yeah. Recency bias. Yep. It's the idea that it's easiest to remember things that have happened recently. So we're more influenced by recent events. So accordingly, when you're creating a retirement budget, many people assume their expenses are going to stay the same, but we change as we age. So you may need to pay someone to do work around the house that up to this point you do, you love, and and, uh, you don't have that expense. Uh, Maybe you're spending less on gas because you're not driving to work every day, but you're spending more on utilities because you're at home and you crank up the heat or whatever it might be. So um, having some wiggle room in your budget is a good idea. Well, extra wiggle room is always a good thing. I mean, that's why I buy baggy clothes, Jeff. <laughs> that's why I always wear baggy clothes. So what's the next common mistake? Boredom is another factor that can affect your budget. So during your working life, you're working a 40 hour or longer week that, that takes up a lot of time. You retire that time. You have to figure out what you're going to do that, with that. And it's easy to spend money instead of reading a book, going to the library, going on a walk, whatever it might be. So um, that that can add up if you're not mindful of that. So does that mean uh, golfing and traveling? It could. It could. In nerdwallet.com, they they said that the average retiree household spends almost as much on entertainment as people in the 25 to 34 year bracket, age bracket. Wow. So about $200 a month. And that doesn't include food, which is another $483 a month. So it's about $700 between food and entertainment. So you're you're back to your mid-20s with that. Huh. Well, that can add up quickly. I mean, that's crazy. It is, yeah. So I'd caution you not to assume that all expenditures are more than expected. In fact, uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics about older households, meaning households led by someone 65 or older, spend an average of about $46,000 a year or roughly $3,800 a month. So that's nearly $1,000 less than the monthly average spent by all U.S. households. So older Americans do spend less, but it's not a question of how much they spend versus others. It's how much they spend versus what they were expecting 
and their plan that they hopefully had in, in putting together and planning out their retirement. Good point. Good point. And hey, let's take a second here once again, just really quick before we move on uh, with some more uh, mistakes that we need to avoid. Uh, don't make a mistake. Pick up the phone. Give Jeff a call. Jeff, uh, what? how can they reach you and how can they get a hold of you at your office? Our phone number is 877-219-3199. Visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Again, give us a call. Come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. Sounds great. And today we've been talking about the shocking retirement statistics and common mistakes. And uh, I think we have one more mistake left from that article. So what's the final common mistake? Final one, Tony, is inflation. So let's say your your monthly utility costs are $100 a month right now. And due to inflation, that's probably going to go up over time. So one thing that may not increase with inflation, depending on where it's coming from, is your monthly income. So you'll feel your, your budget covering less and less over time. And we, we hear about inflation, but what does that mean in reality? Give us an example. Well, the, the 12 months ending in March, the, the CPI, the consumer price index on the, the previous year over the previous 12 months, increased by 1.9%. So if you assume a 2% increase in inflation every year over a 20-year retirement, your $100 utility bill uh, today would be nearly $150 in the year 2039. So that's a big increase in just one category of your budget. Imagine how inflation could change your overall picture. And that's significantly lower, too, than your health care costs. The inflation rate for oh, health care yeah. costs is significantly higher. Oh, yeah. Health care and health care insurance, outrageous uh, how much that increases year over year. But, I mean, even a 50% increase over 20 years, that could have a huge impact on anybody's budget. It is. It's significant. And that's just one example. But inflation is certainly it's impacting people's retirements. And it's another reason why a lot of people are considering working part-time in retirement, uh, which can have an impact on your budget as well. So as we mentioned, your savings and Social Security will likely not be growing at the same rate uh, as other things if you factor in your health care expenses. So working part-time may help put, fill in some of that income gap. But I think of retirement as a time when I hopefully no longer have to work. Are you saying that might not be true? Uh, it depends. You know, some some individuals that might be the case. And however, there are many reasons some retirees continue to work other than just money. They do it for social reasons. They take on jobs that align with their interests that they've never had the time to apply. So these can add a personal fulfillment element as well as the additional income that you pick up as well. Yeah. And that makes sense. It could be a way to fund or influence some of the leisure time as well. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a client who um, works at the clubhouse or helps to take care of the the uh, the grass and whatnot at their their local golf course. That gets them a significant discount, and they can play free a lot of times. So, yeah, or you have uh, you have particular sports interests working sure. at the stadium. So tying those two together can be great. Yeah, and that that puts it in a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. And that's a great word to summarize today is perspective. Right. You know, in inflation, the cost of boredom, rising financial expenses. Those are just three places a retirement budget built around a, a sunny forecast, going back to what we were talking about <laughs> earlier, could suddenly be faced with rain. Yeah. 
So working with a good financial services professional can help you to avoid some of these mistakes and find the right perspective for your financial situation. That's right. Well, hey, the time flew by. We're out of time for today's show, Jeff. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Give us a call again, 877-219-3199. Come in, spend some time with us and see how we can help you with your retirement plan. And it starts with having a budget knowing where your your assets are at, what can you expect for growth rates and, and your social security, pensions, and whatever your situation might be. We're gonna take all those ingredients, put them together, and show you a written retirement income plan that will help you to get through retirement and make sure that you don't outlive your money. All right, that sounds great, and thanks for that, Jeff. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.